What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Mental Mixology, a podcast that is here to help you feel a little less alone. Today, I have a really special guest. It's actually kind of cool that I have him on here because Dalton is someone that I went to elementary school with back in Georgia. I moved to Missouri. I haven't talked to this guy in years. And then I actually found him on Instagram. And crazy enough, his Instagram was full of just gym content. And the coolest thing about his gym content was that he tied it to his mental health journey. And that is something that is very similar to me and how I got into just really, I don't want to say bodybuilding because I'm not like out here competing, but it's pretty close to it. But I made that my hobby because of my mental health. And I think that's pretty similar to Dalton. So without further ado, Dalton, do you want to introduce yourself? Yes, I'm Dalton. I'm 24. I live in Woodstock. I've been working consistently now for about two and a half years, a little over two and a half years. Uh, I do have a coach. Uh, I want to compete men's classic physique. And yeah, we are going for it. But uh, yeah, I know I've, I've known Alex now for quite a while, but we've never really talked, kept in touch, anything of the sort. So it is kind of weird how we're here now. Yeah, that's I that's why I felt kind of bad because I reached out to you out of the blue. And that's the thing, like we haven't even had like a phone conversation. So when you called me earlier, I'm not I've even like heard your okay, obviously on like social media I have, but last time I talked to you, we were like literally third or fourth graders. So it was kind of like a weird moment, like, oh shoot, what's up? <laughs> but so okay, and that's really cool. So you are like competing or getting ready to compete soon? uh 2025 as well right. you gotta work on it though that and i think that's something we'll touch on later is you know with i don't i hate saying fitness because it's just so broad like what is within it with like crossfit bodybuilding powerlifting but it, it's really like a process like a uh long a long road to kind of get to your end goal and i think that's the best part about this so yeah, when he says 2025, it's not easy. You know, there's a lot of work that goes into it, yeah. but that's really cool. So you said you started working out consecutively for the past two years? Yes. So it's been about two and a half years. Okay, nice. So in, I think that's cool because I'm basically at that same point too. Yeah. Now, before you counted the two years, maybe like a year before, were you ever like dabbling in the gym, but... Uh I've just not like consistently going since probably about 2017 on and off i would say um, okay. i started the year my senior year of high school uh second semester i started going to the gym a little bit but uh didn't really know what i was doing so i'd always fall out of it didn't really see any results and mm -hmm. it just continued on and then i got to 2020 and that's when i tried starting back in the gym and uh didn't really know what I was doing, so I decided to get my personal training certification to try and teach myself how what at least a little bit of what I'm doing, and oh. that's actually when I created that Instagram. Uh, my Instagram was uh, so I could follow nothing but like tips and tricks and bodybuilders, so I could sit there and only watch that on my Instagram feed. And uh, awesome. I had that Instagram for probably about a year before I ever posted on it. anything, just because my insecurities. Yeah. I only did it just for the knowledge. Nice. And okay, that's really cool that that's how, what got you to do your certification because I'm in the middle of doing it now. And it's 
it's cool to do it once you already have kind of a foundation knowledge, but I bet that was awesome being able to just get your foundation from learning just the basics all the way up. Because when you get your CPT, it literally takes you through like anatomy, through nutrition, workouts. I mean, it is so detailed. So that's really awesome. So did you wait to basically get your CPT and get comfortable and confident in the gym before you started posting it? Is that what like the year delay and you actually just sharing about your fitness journey online? So I started posting the first, uh, when I got my first coach and it was, I had no followers. I did it kind of more for myself and my coach just to like, you know, track my journey. And then over time, I think I got it to a hundred followers and had a hundred followers for about a good two years. Cause like, it was never like really post like the, mm-hmm. but, um, uh, now when I got my, I got my CPT, the, basically the day I started like seriously working out. And, uh, that's the day I started my CPT. And then, um, I never actually had intentions of becoming a personal trainer at first. I only did it just for the general knowledge and I didn't go to school for anything with exercise, like, like anything at all. And so having that little bit of knowledge was better than nothing. Yeah. Um, it was fairly cheap, honestly. And they had like a payment plan. So like I would recommend anyone getting it. It's like a hundred bucks a month for a year and uh you'll get so much knowledge and there's so many other certifications too i got my pes my ces and then they should like they give you like nutrition certs like different things like that to where it's like you can't really go wrong yeah and that like you said it's really affordable and you learn so much they do a really good job with it so you know if that is something you're dabbling in i think if you also are really serious about your fitness journey it's a really nice added benefit because me personally, and I think kind of like you, I mean, you have a coach, but once you have that knowledge yourself, you can kind of use what your coach has taught in you, what you know, and then you can drive your own journey and also help other people, you know, but you can take control of it. Yeah. And it gives you a better understanding of what you're doing. A lot of people Mm -hmm. go in the gym, they do the motions and, uh, They don't know what they're doing or why they're doing it. They don't know how to find the mind-muscle connection to help really further develop their, like, physique. Um, They struggle with knowing what weight to choose and how many reps to do. And so, like, when you can sit there and have some kind of understanding through some sort of knowledge, like, information, whether it's someone that does have their certification or a coach or a friend or whatever, it's like, it just, it makes it so much easier than trying to go in and figure it out on your own. Yeah. That's what steered me away so many times. Well, and that's where it's hard to be consistent with it. Because when you really don't know where you're going with it, you're not seeing results you are looking for, you get discouraged. And I think seeing results and seeing the improvement is what, it's like an unhealthy drug. Like that would get you addicted. As you start seeing like what your body can do, you're like, this is awesome. Because in a world where you can't control a lot of things going on around you, you can control, you know, what you put into your body, what you do with your body. And I don't want to say you can control how your body looks, but to a point you can. And it's, it's so much fun. I, yeah, I, I love that you love it too. It's fun being around people that have similar interests. So that's also another thing is just surrounding yourself with people that have the similar hobby along with you it's just, it makes it more fun, you know, motivating each other because it's not always easy either. Exactly. It's not, it's never really easy. Like the easy part's going to the gym. Yeah, exactly. The the, the hard part's not going to the gym and when you're eating and having to watch what you put in your mouth, having to count the calories, having to sit there and eat the same food, same time Mm -hmm. every day, all day. 
like when you're like just waiting for like obviously in off season i get two cheat meals a week but like i get two that's it well <laughs> protein before this i'm like yep. my nose chugging my protein because i have to get more calories in today but i did not want to so i feel that but i want to kind of take it back a little bit so what got you st- so you know, I think we all kind of dabble with the gym. We'll go a few times. You know, you'll get like the good kick. You'll fall off. What was the thing that just made you stick with it? Because you did say you got your CPT and that is a financial commitment. So was there like something big in your life that happened or just a big turning point to make you just get disciplined to go down this path? So... I didn't start out disciplined at all with it. Um, It was something that I was excited to do. So there was like, it was just sheer motivation. And I would notice when my motivation wasn't there, I didn't want to go, so I wouldn't. And uh, that was kind of where I struggled in the very beginning when I started working out was like, I'd go a little bit. Then when I didn't want to go, I wouldn't go and I'd just fall out of it. What really kind of made a stake for me was when I started feeling what I was doing, when I started understanding what I was doing, when I could actually start seeing results, the results is probably what really got me addicted. Uh, growing up, I was always that really small, insecure kid. Like my freshman year of high school, I was 5'1", 120 pounds maybe. And then by the time I graduated high school, I was like 6'1", 145 pounds. So wow. I was like a big figure walking around. Yeah. And uh, it was like that for a while. And then I remember one day I woke up at like noon, I was doing just bum shit. Like it wouldn't, I wouldn't go nowhere, you know? Yeah. And I woke up at noon one day and I went and looked in the mirror and I just took photos of myself and was like, today's the day I changed my life. And from that point on, I just decided I was never going to stop. Here we are. That is fucking awesome. <laughs> I love that. Dang. But, and that's what it takes too, because I can relate so much to that because I, and that's the people don't understand the insecurity you have of your body image as a girl is the same as a guy you were scrawny and insecure and so was i the one downside being a girl i had no figure i was literally like a little stick and i didn't feel like a woman and that absolutely killed me it killed my confidence you know i going out places i wouldn't like what i was wearing because i didn't like how my body looked and that's the thing, you know, Dalton even hits on it. Guys deal with that too. It's not just girls who look in the mirror and you're like, I hate the way I look. And I kind of went through the same thing was I hated being so skinny, scrawny. You know, I, like I said, I didn't feel like a woman. I'm like, this is going to change. And that is a really big key piece to all of this because like Dalton said, whenever he didn't want to go to the gym, he wasn't motivated. He just didn't go. But it's that literally taking a picture of yourself and where you started, looking at that and be like, I'm not getting anywhere by skipping the gym. I'm not getting where I want. I'm just going to keep stalling in the same place and having that reason why. And it's okay to be self-conscious. It's okay to not have that confidence because that lack of confidence, you're going to remember that. And that's going to be what drives you through your whole entire journey. Yep. And now it's at that point where that body dysmorphia kicks in. Yep. And now it's like you just hate the way you look so much. You just want to do it more. Yep, 
exactly. It's, just, it's a it's a drug. It's a it's a it's a healthy drug, but it's uh-huh. an unhealthy addiction. Yeah. Well, and that's why too. Like you said, the hardest part is just like getting to the gym. Like yeah. physically going. Okay, I take that back. The nutrition is a pain in the ass. <laughs> but I think a lot of people. So, are you a morning gym person or are you a night gym person? I am. Uh, like right at six o'clock anywhere from four o'clock to six o'clock because yep. i have to have my meals in me or otherwise i won't have a good workout mentally um mm-hmm. i have to feel good and look good like if i don't like feel like confident in myself i usually have a like shittier workout like, and that's the reason why like you see people like want the gym outfits and all these brands and everything else is because mm-hmm. when you feel good in the gym you will perform better you'll feel more confident you'll yep. lift more weight you'll have a better form you'll do a b c and d and so going in the morning, I don't feel that way. So uh, we go in the afternoon. <laughs> I like that. I'm the same way. Granted, I work. So like the gym is that good. <laughs> After a long day, stress reliever, yep. put my headphones on, music on, do not disturb on my phone. And yep. I go, you know, but, and I love how you said the thing about looking good because there's two different people. And I think this goes both ways. I have friends of mine that will wear a giant t-shirt, just they love looking raggedy at the gym that's yeah. where they feel good yep. for me i have my pink as you can see right now my hot pink sports bra on i got my outfit because it makes me feel good i grew up as a dancer pageant girl like and like you said i just love how guys think the same way oh. i do better in the gym and it gives me something to look forward to too if i've had a long day it's like okay we're gonna take the time to pick out a nice gym outfit that we like that we feel comfortable in we feel like ourselves in and we're gonna go rock the gym makeup's hit or miss i sweat too much for the makeup <laughs> but you know the only downside to doing it late at night is just how busy it is at the gym that after work rush is killer awful. but awful. i like that so and have you always been like a night gym person uh so when i was going in the military i was morning uh it just worked better for my schedule that way so uh, it just it kind of just flowed better and then uh well, honestly, I started doing is I started planning my day around the gym. Like that was my own goal. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I kind of like would get it, like get, make sure I went. Is mm-hmm. I was like, okay, if I have to go to the gym today, what time can I go? Yep. And then I sit there and plan around literally the gym. I'd sit there and do all of my day around the gym to where like, yeah, it might be four o'clock and it might be busy, but at least I'm there. Otherwise yep. I'd be skipping it. Cause I can't go later for my own sake. Cause if I take pre-workout late, I'm up <laughs> till 3 a.m gotta uh-huh. get six and everything else but uh yeah no i just i like that evening feeling just always sitting there and you see the same people you're familiarized mm-hmm. with the same crowd nine times out of ten they'll let you work in with them because they're at least familiar with you mm-hmm. so it's not too too bad well and i think that it's really important too to like you said work it around like schedule it make the gym like a doctor's appointment or yep really like incorporate it into your day because i do the same thing i go at the same time every day because i feel when i go back and forth between oh i might go this morning oh i might go that night that's when i start losing track of it you know i'm not consistent because it's so wishy-washy so like you i stick to my routine i allot myself it depends on what i'm doing if i'm like bulking or cutting i'll go back and forth between off days but i'll be like okay I have, like for right now, I have two days a week where if it's a long day and I can't go, I'll miss going at that time frame. 
but I have to get my five days in and I make sure I get my five days in. And you know what, if it's Sunday and I only had four days, my off day that I like taking on Sunday, my ass is in the gym. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And I don't know. You you have to be hard on yourself and everybody has a different way of sticking to that discipline because motivation only takes you so far. Your motivation will die very easily. So do you have something that like keeps you disciplined just aside from the goals you have with it when you first started? So the day I took those photos and said I was going to change my life, that was in all aspects of my life. And so I started making sure. So I, I like my career now, I, like I shouldn't be in my career field without a degree. And mm-hmm. I am. So it's like I sat there and just wanted to always do better. And I always wanted to carry myself like I carry myself a certain type of way. I have a certain type of posture. I, like, like I sit there and talk a certain type of way. I wear the certain type of clothes. I always want to look good. Like I, mm-hmm. I have that type of self-respect for myself. Yeah. And so it's like one of those things to where it's like when you're continuously doing the same habits over and over again, it just becomes a lifestyle. It's no longer a fact of motivation or discipline. It's just mm-hmm. this is what you do. And it's just as easy to pick up a good habit as is a bad habit. It's just a choice you have to make mentally. Mm-hmm. And some are harder. And sometimes you have to take that sacrifice. But like for me, uh, late in the last year, I suffered with always wanting to go out on the weekends. And so I would always go out on the weekends. And that started happening this late this year. I think it's because the winter, it's when the winter hits, I want to go yep. out. Playing with uh-huh. <laughs> and so... Uh, I caught myself doing that again, and I remembered it from last year and how like it affected my bank account, how it affected my gains, how it affected me eventually. Mm-hmm. And so this year I went and got a job working as a bouncer at a bar for a private security <laughs> firm. So now I get to experience going out, but mm-hmm. I'm making money. I'm not drinking. I'm not smoking. I'm not doing any of these things. Yeah. And I get to still experience that kind of crowd on the weekends, but uh, this time I'm doing it with money. And so it's oh, just- yeah. That's awesome. Good for you. I like that. You just got to adjust your lifestyle. It's not, it's no longer the fact of going to the gym. I don't go to the gym for quote unquote fitness or for like Mm -hmm. my own health or whatever at this point. It's just like something I do. It's just something I'm, I I have to do. That's the way I look Mm -hmm. at it. I have to do it. If I don't do it, I won't be me. And Mm -hmm. so it's just, it's become a part of me that it used to not be. So it's not like I was just born this way. Yeah. that foot in the gym until senior year of high school and yeah. even then i went two years without working out again but it's just like mm-hmm. you gotta want it you gotta want it more than anything else you gotta whatever you want in life you gotta want it more than you breathe want to breathe and that's yep. it no exactly and it's <laughs> it's funny you say that because yeah you're not born with just this drive to go to the gym because in high school i don't know if your high school made you have like a weights class But when I was in high school, I never lifted. I was the kid that sat at the teacher's desk or the coach's desk and like kicked my feet up and watched everybody lift. And like, I was always sick or hurt. That's that pretty privilege. That's that pretty privilege. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was ass kissing the teacher. So I didn't have to work out. I would be like, Hey, how's the football game? Tell me about what's going to happen this Friday. Cause he was the football coach. So I just had to talk about football. Yeah, that was the thing. And so when I started, because I was like you in college, I would go here and there, but I worked two jobs and went to yep. school full time. So I just, 
I didn't have time to go when I was in college. So like you, I would go here and there. I'd get a little yeah. consistent, die down. I started filming like just for fun on Instagram and making that my page right at the start of my journey. And it's funny because if you go to like the back, like the bottom yeah. of my feed, I look at those workout videos and I want to delete them, but I'm like, no, like it builds character. That's where we started because my form's terrible. Like yeah. it's just everything about it. But the thing that was awesome, because that was the beginning of me making sure I was consistent. I didn't give a brown. I didn't give a exactly. brown about what people thought of me. Exactly. You know, if I was looking like an idiot, because I'm like, I want to do this. It's going to take time. And I'm sorry, if you start a fitness journey, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to have a lot of idiotic moments where you're like, I look yeah. so stupid. But that's that's part that's of awesome. learning. <laughs> sheer authenticity. And that's Wait, what people... you want to hear a funny story? Let's hear it. Okay. So when I was in college, and I'm going to preface this, marijuana is medically and recreationally legal in Missouri now. <laughs> so I, I was working out in college, and this was like the end of college, when because my senior year was when I started like getting into it. Yeah. And so that was part of my like workout ritual was I would smoke a little bit, I'd take some pre-workout, I'd go work out, yeah. and I got a awesome workout doing it. Yeah. And so, okay, I did this to myself. This was on me, so I'm not blaming anybody but myself. But if you want to feel better about looking like an idiot in the gym, I was on, I think I was doing squats on the Smith machine. And I had, <clears throat> I was like loading the plates and normally 45s on each side at that point, like that was pretty good for me. So I was doing it on the Smith machine. And when I was doing these reps, I thought I had my 45s on, right? I'm like, oh, this is easy. Like, I am knocking this shit out today because it was going up and down so clean. I wasn't struggling. Well, I walk out from the Smith machine and I only had one 45 plate on like one side. There wasn't another plate on the other side. So I literally just had one 45 plate. The gym was so busy too. So I'm like, <laughs> people are probably like, what is this crackhead girl do doing? <laughs> so it's it's part of the process and you just you have to have grace for yourself and i'm just going to add to everybody is focused on themselves anybody who is truly there to work out because i've run into judgmental girls at the gym like i i get the whole resting bitch face almost judgmental look but if someone is serious about their journey they're more concentrated on themselves they're not concerned about what you're doing how stupid you may think you look so just realize that everybody is kind of at that same level as you and people aren't paying attention to you as much as you think. Exactly. And my thing with, to follow up with that is I think gym comfort is one of the most important things when it comes time to going to a gym. So like when it comes time to not caring about what people think, I look at it as in you were, it's like if you were to go to Goodwill, everyone mm -hmm. is at Goodwill thrift shopping. Every single person in there. And when I was growing up, I grew up very poor, very underprivileged. And so uh, I thought going to Goodwill was a bad thing. I was embarrassed to mm -hmm. be seen there. And I, and I was like insecure of that. Mm -hmm. And then so I kind of twisted that in the aspect of we're all at the gym for some purpose. And that's just mm -hmm. to be better in some way, shape or form. And if mm -hmm. someone's in there judging, they're not trying to be better. So then at that point, you shouldn't worry about their opinion in general. Yep. The only thing I personally do, and I'm not going to lie. The only thing I personally judge in the gym is when I see just sheer ego lifting. It is like you are doing nothing but trying to hurt yourself. Mm -hmm. You're trying to 
you are more insecure doing that than if you were to grab less weight and try and do it with better form. Mm-hmm. And no matter what, you will build more muscle with better form than you will ego lifting. The only thing you can somewhat cheat on is like your back movements. And that's just because you got to get a big back. (laughs) No, exactly. And you you should work out to feel good, not to impress the people around you with ego lifting. And like you said, I get trying to go up and wait, trying to hit PRs. Yes, you want to do that. But you see people, it's like, focus on yourself like you you come to the gym because i think that's a waste of time i'm a big component of not wasting time and i tell myself that all the time especially when i'm going up in weight and i don't think my form is right i'm thinking to myself i'm wasting my time right now by doing this lift if my form isn't right because i'm just gonna hurt myself i'm not even working the muscle i want to so yeah you gotta go for the right reasons and that made me think of you know there's so many different kinds of gyms that you can go to, and it depends on the town you live in. I go, I live in a small town, so we literally have one gym. <laughs> but depending on the city you live in, because Woodstock has a couple gyms. Oh, we have like, probably 20 gyms, right? Within oh, my God. Town. Yeah. Small town life. We love it. <laughs> but that's the thing. If you have the ability to almost like go around and try gyms so you can go to a gym where like the vibe just makes you feel good i think that's super important because like you said being comfortable in the gym atmosphere and where you're at is important because you know there's like bodybuilding gyms or heavy what uh powerlifting gyms yep. and if you're just starting your fitness journey and you go into a gym with a bunch of just jack dudes walking yep. around and I don't even care, boy, girl, that is intimidating, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's still intimidating for me to go to my gym now. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. not necessarily intimidating, but it's like, it's one of those where it's like, you have to pay your respects. It's yeah. one of those where when you see someone that's put in the work and you see someone, it's like, it's not necessarily, it's intimidating at first, yes. But mm-hmm. it's also one of those where it's like, okay, it's humbling is the best way. Yeah. It's one of those where it makes me want it more. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, it can, it can be like, damn, dude, should I like, am I ever going to get there? Like, it never feels like I'm going to make it. Like, yeah, you see that girl, you see that guy and you're just like, that is a perfect physique. I would love mm-hmm. for that to have that physique. Yeah. And it's just like, it's hard making that adjustment mm-hmm. of like comparing yourself to that person rather than comparing yourself to that journey. Exactly. So you can compare yourself to that journey and gives you a better understanding of who you're dealing with in the gym rather than mm-hmm. just what you see at this point in life. Yeah. Well, and I, it kind of reminds me, have you ever heard the saying of you want to surround yourself with people that are better than you and smarter than you? It's like that. And like, yes, it can be intimidating, but I have grown and it, it hasn't always been like this. Like I've had to work into this, but it's so much more empowering surrounding yourself with people who are just more lean than you or kind of at the physique that you're aiming to get at because you learn from them i love seeing just a jacked girl in the gym because i and i'm not staring granted i can have resting bitch face but i love watching girls like that to see like what they're doing you know pick up exercises they might be doing if i have the balls to go up and say hi to them you know like just talking to them you know getting feedback from them picking their brain on what they're doing there's so much that you can take and add incorporating into your own journey by being around people, like I said, that are better than you and at the place you want to get to eventually. And to follow up with that, you made a comment about having the balls to approach someone. Um, I made it a point uh, 
when I started working at a gym that I was going to only start talking, not only, but like I was going to make it a deliberate effort to start talking to everyone bigger than me and uh, that I admire in the gym. And mm-hmm. every single one of them, I've never ran into one bad encounter. Every single one of them, if you go up and you give them some, for, some form of compliment mm-hmm. in a non-weird or unattractive way, but like some form of compliment and mm-hmm. offer your name and ask for theirs, mm-hmm. you have now created a gym friend that will every single time say hey to you, every mm-hmm. single time give you nugs, every single time ask you about your workout. And now you've mm-hmm. given that yourself a little bit more confidence now that you're dealing with someone that's bigger than you, that you admire, yeah. you find that you want to reach one day. Mm-hmm. And so now after doing that for five years, four years, it's like, that's all I do is yeah. talk to everyone at the gym every single day. And it gets, it gets frustrating. Don't get me wrong. It gets quite <laughs> annoying sometimes because like sometimes yeah. oh. and I'm human. I have bad days and I don't want to talk to a mm-hmm. soul in there, but uh, it's a, it's a community that will help you reach your goals with support. And uh, I feel like that's very important. I feel like we're bred to be on this earth around people and learn from people. And that's the reason why you're born into a family and a neighborhood and a city and a county and a state and a country. Like you're, you're surrounded by people for a reason. And so mm-hmm. being scared to approach someone is just, to me, just inhumane. Like you, mm-hmm. you should be able to talk to anybody. Yeah, people can be dicks, but mm-hmm. you can't worry about how they're going to react. You can only worry about your own character. Yep. So if someone's a dick to you for approaching them, that's not your loss. Mm-hmm. You bit that bullet, you yep. took it, and you're like, all right, that's not the type of person I want to be like. Uh-huh. I might want to have a better physique than them, uh-huh. but I have a way better personality. I have a way better heart. And that will go so much further than any looks on the outside all day long. Oh, 100%. And I think that the probability, and I say this off of personal experience, when you go up to somebody, there's a higher likelihood that they are going to, it's going to be a good interaction than yeah. it not being a good interaction. Yeah. Because, and I, I, totally agree with this too because with girls girls can mug really bad i don't know if guys are the same way but i mean there are some girls where they would look at me like they want to square up with me and then two of the girls where i literally thought they were mean mugging me the past two weeks came up to me like you said were like your workouts look odd like they just paid me something like just a nice comment and i'm like oh my gosh like thank you like let's be friends because as you said we're all so similar you know we're dealing with our own battles and insecurities exactly but we can all relate to it because that is the reason we're all in the gym exactly and that's what i realized with the girls i was talking to because we actually talk every time we see each other there now and you get to know people and like we mentioned at the beginning it makes you work harder too when you see people like she just told me about her shitty day like if she can go through that like i can get through mine too exactly so it just it it helps because you can't do it alone you know working out it's fun you can control what you're doing but the community of people around you is still really important to the whole process exactly and that's even one of the reasons why i hired my coach so Mm -hmm. like very funny story my coach my coach is lewis hall he uh He's a phenomenal, phenomenal coach. He's a phenomenal athlete. Like he is like probably one of like the best friends I got. Um, I used to hate this dude. I hated him. I could not stand this dude. Like if I saw him, like I was mean mugging him. Like it was not like, is he mean mugging me? Like, nah, I was mean mugging uh-huh. him. And like it was over some petty stuff and like over a girl and all this other little stuff. And 
Mm-hmm. I never got to know him. And one day I kind of just like went up to him or he came up to me actually. And uh-huh. he was just being nice to me. And I was just a dick. And I sat there afterwards and I was like, bro, damn, he just came up trying to be nice. And uh, I, I let my own insecurities get in the way of what could have been a good encounter. Mm-hmm. And uh, that just kind of snowballed over the course of a year. And then one day I was like, I need to, I need to hire this guy. This guy mm-hmm. knows what he's doing. I don't necessarily want his physique. Like I don't, we don't yeah. have the same build. We don't have the same frame. Like we're very different individuals, but uh, he knows his stuff. And that's where, when it comes time to being in the gym with someone, like he's the perfect workout partner because mm-hmm. he helps motivate me. He helps push me. He tells me I have three more reps when I think I'm done or when yeah. I'm failing and I can't get back up, he'll at least lift it up so I can go back with that negative again. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that, that's what it's really about. It's not the fact of moving the, like moving the weight. Mm-hmm. It's having the support that no matter what, like I'm good, you know, yeah. and that goes like outside of just being in the gym. That's when you're going through all that mental shit at home and you don't know who to call and the gym's not the only fix. It's like, now you have someone that knows those mm-hmm. kind of battles, like our conversation now. It's like we can relate for a reason and most people in the gym can do that. So it's like, have that friend, have that workout buddy, have that coach, reach out to people in the fitness industry, things of the sort, just network. I mean, you're five states away and here we are. Exactly. And like you said too, having a coach is really good just for that extra push because this is such like a physical and mental thing and it combats within each other because even when you're trying to like reach your goals i'm going to use this as an example sleep is a huge huge aspect of one just like your mental health and your physical health and when i was cutting for miss missouri i had a coach I was not sleeping. I was so stressed out. I had so much going on. And I got to this like stalling point in my weight. And my coach was like, I wasn't even going to talk to him about this kind of stuff. And he was talking to me. He's like, your weight's not going down. Like you're sticking to your food. Like I see you in the gym. Are you sleeping enough? And I'm like, I'm not. And so he just kind of asked, he's like, is everything good? Are you okay? And he is someone that you know, he was kind of like just a buddy to me, you know? And so I confided and I was just like, I'm stressed. I have so much going on. I, my mind won't shut off at night. And he helped with that because he's like, you know what? Like everybody, everybody goes through that. Like, it's okay. It's normal. He was, gave me a supplement to take, to help me sleep, started taking that, um, what is it? Glucose, glucose, it's a, it's a glucose. Uh, oh. I know what you're talking about. I actually, I have it. One sec. I was going to say, yeah, get it so we can share it with the people because this actually helps. It's good for muscle recovery and you take it like 30 minutes before you go to bed. I sleep like a baby. It helps uh, a lot. It's glucose. I'm actually out. Shoot. I'm about to go over and grab my bottle if you don't have yours. I don't. I have <laughs> He's doing listening, but I don't have my glucose. Okay, wait, let me go get it. That's what I, yeah, that's what I have. That's what I just, yeah. Mag- magnesium glycinate. Oh, was that what you had? I'm a. Magnesium glycinate. <laughs> from oh, Revive. You have the same one. <laughs> it's Revive supplements. OG. Revive MD. Code Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, And if you want raw nutrition supplements, use code, code Alex. Code Dalton. <laughs> 
You're, wait, you're one too? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Raw Nutrition and Revive MD. Really That's it. awesome That's brand. It. Awesome people. I don't know. That's there's it. a lot. There's a lot out there, but like I said, no, I'm biased. I'm biased. Yeah. I oh. use raw protein. I use Revive mm-hmm. for all of my supplements. I use raw pre-workout, intra-workout, raw apparel. Mm-hmm. Um, every I mean, it's, it's the best supplements. Well, it's, just, it's a good brand. I actually oh, went yeah. to the Raw Nutrition. Um, they did it in Orlando. I forgot what it yep. was called. But that event, when I say, you know, when people tell you, you know, be careful when you meet your heroes or the people you look up to. Yep. Was not the case. I'm obsessed with yep. Von Walker, literally Sebum. Yep. When I met everybody, they were the most wholesome, down to earth people. Yep. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. And that was the cool thing too, is throughout all the talks, mental health was something the men's panel talked about, the women's panel talked about. I mean, yep. and that's the incredible part is, you know, in this day and age, we have the influencers. I mean, there's just so many people that are in this industry, but the real ones, the OGs, like I said, they are not shy about the mental exactly. struggles they have gone through. Yep. And it it's inspiring when you see someone who is at the top tier of what you love and yep. they've struggled just as much. It, it just that's, that's the reason why I love watching C Bones podcast and videos. <laughs> all yeah. he talks about throughout all of his videos is just everything in regards to that. And so it's just like mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. It's a different level of authenticity that you just don't find on a day to day basis. Exactly. Well, and when you were talking about like living the lifestyle of like the person you want to be and just making it who you are. I think that is something they talk about too, because Christian Guzman, who owns Alpha League, he was talking about, because he's incredible. I mean, he is super successful. I just, I look up to those people so much, but he was talking about, because Alpha League's one of like my favorite sportswear brands. It's huge now today. I mean, it's blown up, but he was like on the panel talking and, when Alpha Elite just came out and they were trying to do their women's launch, they sold on that launch like three sports bras and a pair of leggings. And he basically put like everything on the line for it. Yep. He like calls his mom. He's like, I think I fucked up. Like, you know, but the discipline he got with, you know, being in the gym, that basically the life he made for himself, he stuck with it. And now. Alpha Lee is one of the most successful fitness apparel yep. brands out there. So exactly. you can really take the discipline from this and just put it into everything you do in life. That is why it's so cool. Yep. So what are the, like some of the benefits that you've seen from like consistently, <laughs> consistently being in the gym, you know, eating the right foods? Like what are the benefits you've been reaping from all this? So... Outside of uh, the physical benefits, like those are always nice. The get, being more attractive to people, yeah. gaining the attention, gaining the followers, get, you, all of this stuff, like that's all great. But uh, I think what I benefit the most from this whole journey is I'm learning every single day and I'm embracing the failures. And I think that's where Christian Guzman can, that whole thing can relate is uh mm-hmm. When you go to the gym, you are deliberately trying to fail. That is the goal. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go in there the same way you went in or come out the same way you went in. Yeah. And so uh, 
you're deliberately tearing your muscles down to build them back up. And I compare that to now everything in life. And it all started with literally the process and the journey of the gym. And I just kind of translated that all the way across the board. And uh, most people in the gym care about their health in some way, shape or form, whether they're early on to it, mm-hmm. whether they're late to it, whether they're at the prime time for it, whatever mm-hmm. it may be, you're all there to care about something and that's yep. greater than yourself. And so it's just like a community that you have on a day-to-day basis is nice. Having the mm-hmm. friends, the support, having the physical look, having the uh, discipline translate and other things in life, just honestly, it's just an outlet. It's that mm-hmm. hour and a half a day that I don't have any distractions. Whatever is going on in my life is gone. Mm-hmm. I'm in a completely different zone. People say I look like I'm always mad, but I'm in the zone. <laughs> I'm, yep. I'm, I'm, People come up to me and I'm immediately smiling. They're like, whoa, I thought you were mad. I'm like, no, nah, <laughs> I've had people say that they're scared to come up to me, like in a mutual mm-hmm. interaction. And I was like, dude, nah, it's just like, I'm in there doing a job. I'm in there to be better. I'm in there not playing around. I'm not in there to fuck around. I'm not in there to sit there and flirt with girls. I'm not in there mm-hmm. to sit there and hang out with my buddies. I'm not in there sitting there just trying to waste my time. Or it, it's in and out and it's, zone in the whole time it's i'm going like my sets are maybe 45 seconds to a minute long Mm because i have negatives and i sit there and have stretches pauses things like that but uh i have four minutes of downtime that i or two to three minutes of downtime where i'm just in the zone i'm Mm -hmm. sitting there slowing my heart rate down getting my mental focus back Mm -hmm. thinking about if i could have done better if i had another rep what weight i need to be at where i need to go like i'm in the zone so that kind of just translated to my, the way I work, you get mm-hmm. in the zone, you're not there to make friends. You're not there to look at women. You're not there to flirt. You're not there to play these games. You're not there to socialize. You're there you're in the zone and you get it done. And then when mm-hmm. it's time to goof off and have fun and do whatever you do that, when it's time to relax, you do that. But, uh, we have 24 hours a day. You're supposed to sleep about six to eight of those. Mm-hmm. And like you said, in the beginning of this podcast, I really value my time. My time is very valuable. And so I think that the gym kind of helps create that healthy balance with creating a schedule, make the gym your first priority, plan your day around it, and then Mm -hmm. continue to make healthy habits and patterns to help motivate you and the rest Mm -hmm. of your everyday life. Yep. Well, and it, for me, it gives me a reason because let me take that back. There's a lot of reasons to wake up in the morning, but in different times of your life, it's really hard to see those or to understand that, especially when you're in those low points where it's like, I have nothing to look forward to. Like, I'm just existing, you know, and the gym is really crucial because it would give me that reason to wake up. It's like, you know what? Like, we got to get better today. You know, we have this goal. We got to get it a, a day closer to it. And that was the biggest thing. And like I said, it it gave me that reason to wake up because I wanted to keep getting better. I would get excited like that. The gym is the part of the day I look forward to because as Dalton said, I have an hour and a half where it's just me. Like I said, I turn off all distractions around me. I put on a playlist and that's my focus. I'm focused on me because as we mentioned, in a world of things going on around you and you can't control everything, I want an hour and a half where I can control everything going on. And it's, 
perfect analogy. Oh, it's it's empowering because then you leave the gym, nothing, and, and I think that's like the high I get is like walking out of the gym, and yeah. especially on the days where you're like, I don't want to be here. Yeah, nope. it, that's the best time. That's when you nope. feel the best about it. And I, nope. I kid you not, the days where you are pushing yourself, you're forcing yourself, you will walk out of the gym so proud of yourself for going and showing up for yourself. And you're doing it all for yourself. You're not doing this for other people. It's one thing you can do an hour a day where you're benefiting you. All that time is going towards you in the long run. And you're going to see that progress as long as you keep paying it to yourself, honestly. You, it's you versus you. That is it. Yep. Well, and then I want to touch on diet too, because we've been talking about like in the gym a lot, but I think, well, I don't think I know. And as do you, diet is a huge part of all of this. You can go to the gym a ton. It's, it's a great thing to do, but even for your mental health, the food and drinks, everything you're consuming that pays a toll on your health. If you go to the gym and you're eating, which I'm not going to knock it all the time. Sometimes I do it, but you can't do it all the time. You can't just go eat junk food after the gym because you're, you're going to feel good. And that's going to take that feeling and I don't want to say suck it all from you, but you're definitely going to not going to keep that feeling throughout the rest of your day or the rest of your life. So I was going to say, how, What's your diet like? Are you happy that your diet's changed from where it was like before you got into all of this? 100%. Um, honestly, it's one of those that... Actually, exp- for people that don't know, like talk about or like go over, like summarize your diet before and like where it is now so they can get an idea. So growing up as like a child i averaged one government funded lunch a day which is trash and zero nutrients mm-hmm. and like a frozen dinner at night and so that that's how i was really malnourished and then uh mm-hmm. it was junk food outside of that yeah and, and uh you're talking about no energy all the time you're talking about low testosterone all the time you're talking depression you're talking not enjoying things just because you are what you And when you're not eating enough and you're not eating correctly, you're just putting shit into your body, literally. And that resonates and you expel that energy. And so uh, I ate nothing. And then when I started getting in the gym, it's hard. It's hard to eat a lot because I was used to hustling that one meal a day. And I was even working manual labor all day long, not eating breakfast, go get home at 7 p.m. We'd go to the Mexican restaurant every single night. I get a burrito supreme and two 32 ounce beers every single night. And that was my diet. And that was awful. And then uh, it took a long time for me to be able to start adapting and getting used to having to eat more. And it it was a slow process. And there was a lot of times where I was throwing up force eating. And there was a lot of times where I was eating something and like, I was disgusted with myself. I hated what I was eating. Um, I used to not like eggs and now I eat eggs all the time. Uh, but yeah, so it's like now I have a very filled diet. I eat, uh, out the gate in the mornings. I'm right now about eight eggs and two and a half cups of oats with a hundred grams of blueberries, a hundred grams of raspberries, two tablespoons of sugar-free syrup and, uh, half an avocado. And then my second meal is 250 grams of jasmine rice with 150 grams of uh, chicken tenderloin 
And then my pre-workout meal is another 250 grams of jasmine rice with 150 grams of 93.7 ground turkey. And then my post-workout meal is two cups of Rice Krispies with almond milk and then a 45-gram protein shake. And uh, then my last meal of the night is two chicken, like 150 grams of chicken tenderloins and 125 grams of like jasmine rice. Mm -hmm. And then I'll usually sneak in some gummies every now and then because uh it gets bland sometimes like i mean i eat a lot of barbecue sauce a lot of hot Uh sauce sugar-free barbecue sauce Uh a lot of hot sauce and uh i'll be honest it it gets bland and it gets old and Mm -hmm. it's not always fun but uh you feel good after eating it you get used to it it becomes a natural you slowly increase you don't jump up crazily Mm -hmm. and uh I have energy. I go to bed at a halfway decent time. I'm an old man. I get mm-hmm. up at a decent time. I'm not completely dead. Yeah. Um, my testosterone from working out, eating right, and everything else, I can definitely mm-hmm. tell it's gotten a lot higher mm-hmm. naturally. Um, it's just one of those where it's like I genuinely believe that you are what you eat, where you put yeah. your energy, that's what you expel. Yep. And so like when you cast that judgment on someone that you can tell expels bad energy, there's probably a reason for it. They probably don't mm-hmm. take care of their health. They, mm-hmm. they probably aren't doing what they need to do for you to be able to sit there and be like, yeah, that's attractive, you know? Yeah. So that's where yeah. I believe it's more important to eat healthy and not go to the gym yeah. and at least do that little bit than mm-hmm. anything else. But uh, yeah. Yeah. It's funny when you were talking about it getting bland when I was cutting and I was eating like super clean too. Carrots, because they're super low in calorie and they were so sweet. I would go through, and this is like bad, like the big three pound bags of carrots, I would go through like a bag in three days. I'm not kidding. That was like when I, when I needed a snack. Oh my gosh. And the, the it, it's proof in the pudding it didn't add any extra pounds to me because i was when i started getting into it when i was like weighing in i'm like oh my god when my weight's over i'm gonna be like i'm sorry i ate like my weight in carrots i'm sorry but they were so sweet but the the point i'm trying to make with that is you know not everybody is super because when don't talks about how much food he ate a lot of people might be like oh my gosh that's a lot well your body needs a lot of carbs for energy. They need pro- like they need it needs that much food in order to be able to get through your workouts, to be able to get through your day, have enough energy. But where people get it kind of misconstrued is people eat a bunch of junk food and think it's the same thing. Dalton can eat that much food because it's all real, natural, healthy food. You know, and wait. Keep yeah, I was gonna say go with it. I didn't, didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> oh no, you did. I cut you off just now. I'm sorry, but uh, no, nah, it's like I started out like you. You don't jump into it. Do mm-hmm. not. If you are not eating a lot, if you're eating anywhere from a thousand to two thousand calories a day right now, do not bump that to twenty five hundred, three thousand, four thousand calories and think that you're gonna be okay. Yeah, I'm tell you right now, you're gonna be bloating with some IBS. You ain't gonna be feeling all right. You're you're not gonna get it all down. You probably it's not gonna it's not gonna work out the way you want to. Mm-hmm. Start slow. This yeah. is a journey. This is not a quick fix. There yeah. is no quick fix. So if you're eating one two meals a day, go to three. Mm-hmm. Go f- squeeze in an extra protein shake and an extra meal somehow. Mm-hmm. Work your way up to four. Work your way up to five. Okay, now you're at five meals a day. You should not be. You should be good. 
Now mm -hmm. let's start upping the calories of each of those meals. Yep. Let's start upping the total calories of the day. If you get mm -hmm. around 7,000, right, you, you can start upping meals and dispersing it, but uh, start slow. Don't, don't jump into it. Don't mm -hmm. think it's, then you got to go and drop a whole bunch of money on groceries right out the mm -hmm. gate. thinking you're going to nope. eat all of it. Just go to like Costco, Sam's club. If you got like a wholesale place, mm -hmm. anywhere close by, just go start out with one pack of chicken, one pack of Turkey, one pack of rice and start with that see what you can do with that and yeah be smart with your money don't waste your food and mm -hmm. just go but that's smart because i think that's how you can almost ruin it and like burn yourself out too quick yeah. it's just trying to go full throttle right yeah. out the gate because like you said it even like the first week of my cut because i eat pretty healthy but i was eating the same thing every day and it was super healthy and it was I wanted to quit so badly that first like two weeks. I mean, I wanted pasta. I wanted, oh. I, I have a sweet tooth. Like that, I was okay. having my cravings as do everyone, but that's why he makes a good point. If you're only eating like two meals a day, add one, take baby steps into it because you're going to ruin your, like, you're not going to want to do it if you throw yourself into it, you know? So like he said, take baby steps and it's expensive. We're in the day and age where healthy food is way more expensive than processed bullshit. So yep. don't waste your money on food because that's the thing. You're going to start eating healthy. I guarantee there's going to be a day of the week where you're like, ooh, pizza or Chipotle sounds good. And you're going to waste some of the food you bought. So even make like levels to it because that's honestly how I would start was like, okay, let me see how many days of the week I can make a good healthy meal. And just like, if I made it like three days, one week, I'd try to go four. like, I'd try to up it until I consistently started making it right. more of a lifestyle for myself. And that was like, before I even paid for a coach or got into yeah. all that, you know, but like you said, diet is a super, super important aspect of this because, you know, I had a really unhealthy relationship with food for a while, just because one, my eating was just kind of on and off. I never was really eating enough, but I would get so, I'm the kind of person, I get so busy, I forget to eat when I get super busy. And with going to school and working so much, I, that was my issue. Like, I was so skinny. I wasn't eating enough. I was always exhausted. I was stressed out. It just, when you add everything on top of another, and that's seriously, if you don't think your diet coincides with your eating, your diet and your eating, your diet coincides with your sleeping habits. I mean, it just, your mental health, your stress, food is so important. And I also want to say too, if you are the kind of person that wakes up and drinks coffee first thing in the morning, please don't, please stop. If you're dealing with like high levels of stress and anxiety, that is going to be something that helps you tremendously. Wake up, drink some water, eat some breakfast, at least just eat something. I don't care what it is, a bagel, yogurt. Consume food and then drink coffee. Don't do it on an empty stomach. And after like an hour of waking up, don't do yeah. it right out the gate. Let yeah. your own body do what it needs to do naturally mm -hmm. before you start throwing bullshit in the mix of it. Mm-hmm. Drink water and like wait 30 minutes. That's always my thing. Drink water, wait 30 minutes, get your morning going. And then like you said, you know, get a good and don't skip breakfast. Please do not. Like that is the energy. The meal of the day. Yeah. And that's why so many people deal with like the burnout in the afternoon. 
Well, if you don't eat breakfast or you have, you can't do a glazed donut and call it a day, get a nutritious breakfast, not high in sugar. Um, You know, if you can get like, if you like avocado toast, get some healthy fats in there, you know, just something good because that really will help throughout your day. And I notice it when I have a good breakfast and when I don't eat breakfast, literally night and day on my morning. So yeah, honestly, diet's important. Like I said, sleep's important. Make sure you're getting seven, eight hours of sleep every night. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anything else that, you know, that contributes to the fitness, health, and wellness aspect that you also think plays a big toll on mental health? So, sorry, I was pulling up the questions right here that we have <laughs> as well. But um, can you repeat that actually one more time? Just so I can yeah. make sure. No, you're good. So. Is there anything else? Because I think we've gone over a lot, but is there anything else that you think contributes to people's health and wellness and also is a direct contribution into people's mental health? Yes. Um, Something I even deal with, and I feel like a lot of people do. Um, You have life. Obviously, we talk about the gym. We put the gym on the pedestal, and -hmm. that is something that is very important to both of us. But we still have much, much greater goals outside of just our gym. We have like life goals. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes when life starts hitting you hard and shit starts going not the way you want it to or like you're getting into the funk or whatever the case may be that you're going through, it gets difficult at times. And uh, sometimes it's more important to focus on your mental health than the gym at that time. And so Mm -hmm. taking a break from the gym sometimes is, is just as important as going. And it's a discipline break. It's not just, I'm going to go at some point. It's no, I'm going to take three days. I'm going to take three days off so I can at least regain mental focus. And sometimes that's necessary. And that's it. even if you do like yoga, meditating. For me, I I like to read and write. I don't, I don't know what it is, but it, it just helps me kind of put all the thoughts that are going a million miles an hour in my brain somewhere to where I can actually face them one-on-one rather mm. than all of them attacking me at once. Yep. And uh, I think it's important um, to sit there and continue to always better yourself in some way, like we've said. And so I think when it comes time to the whole aspect of your mental health, the gym, where you're trying to be in life, where you're trying to go, where you come from, things like that, being able to sit there and learn how to balance all of these in a healthy way. It's not always the gym's support because there's days where it's not the most important for me. Um, and I have to, I have to note that. And that's where I do what you do and have to switch up my rest days or change it up something. Or, uh, even if I just have a bad week, there, there's mm-hmm. bad weeks, but that's not a bad journey. That's not a bad month. And that's something like yesterday I was at QT getting a coffee on the way to my job site and it was a large coffee and I spilt it all over the place, all over my blue slacks, all over my Oxford's. Yeah. I'm wearing a polo, like I'm all coffeeed up. There's oh coffee all over, the cream, all over the creamers and stuff. And this old man comes in, or and he's like, uh, "It's a terrible way to start your day." And I was like, "It's only eight ten. This is just this is just the first hour. We we mm-hmm. can change." And I end up having a great day. It's yeah. you can't sit there and always let shit be. You you shouldn't let shit last longer than it needs to. Mm-hmm. There's a time to mourn. There's a time to do a shit. But like yesterday, I could have let that coffee run one day. Or sitting yeah. out half of traffic and getting to the job mm-hmm. site 20 minutes late. I could have let that run one day. Yeah. Or I could have like I could have let the 
two-hour drive home in traffic from one day. It's like, mm -hmm. I can sit there and be upset about these things, or I can sit there and just realize that's a part of life. This is just one day out of 365, yeah. and I've been blessed enough to live that 365, 24 times. Mm -hmm. And so uh, take it one day at a time. Don't sit there and just go at it and think that it has to be 100% all day, every day, because it's yeah. not. Yeah, you have to learn how to balance that. And then uh, I think write out goals. Don't go to the gym just to look better. Mm -hmm. What is a defined goal that you want to be better? Is it a number on the scale? Is it a physique? Is it uh, inches off your waist inches off uh, around like your arms, mm -hmm. like it, whatever it may be, like write down a goal, and then make that the first step making an attainable goal, but make it a challenging goal, mm -hmm. and continue to do that. And if you can con continue to do that, you will start feeling better mentally because now you're accomplishing things you weren't before. Yeah. And so that will help with your mental focus. And once again, you created one good habit, which mm -hmm. will domino into other good habits if you allow it. So just keep working. Yep. Well, and I love, I'm so, see, I'm so glad I gave that to you because that is so important. Like you said, we've been talking about the gym and how much it helps, but you can get burnout from the gym. Like you oh, yeah. have to you're not always going to be wanting to go. You need that time off. All you said three days, I'll take a week off, you know, yeah. I'm going hard and I need to reset. And I will say sometimes it gets to the point where I'm sick and that's the reason why I yeah. take off, but you don't want to ruin the experience for yourself. It's supposed to be there to be your safe space in your outlet. And everything you can become addicted to anything, anything right. to an absurd amount, can be unhealthy going to the gym an absurd amount because there was a point where i was just going through it mentally i was doing <laughs> at the gym i just like i was grinding but it got to the point where i had no energy because this was also when i wasn't sleeping that well i was stressed out yep overtrained there's literally such thing as overtraining i just I had to take a week. I'm like, I, my brain, my body, nothing could do it anymore. And I knew if I didn't take that break, I didn't want to permanently affect my relationship with the gym. So I'm like, I need to take it to myself. And that is healthy. That is okay. Even if you have to take two weeks, take a week, take two weeks, listen to your body, your mind and your body, listen to it. Cause you're the only person that knows what's going on and how you feel. And like we said, you use the gym to feel better, to empower yourself. You don't want to make it something that you dread because then you're like, shit, I just ruined an outlet for myself that I enjoyed. And, you know, it can come and go because I even have friends of mine who will talk to me and they just fall out of love with it for a little bit. You know, they did it yeah. so much, so constantly. One of my friends, she works for like a trainer lady, like that's like her full-time job is just helping with her like marketing and things like that. Yeah. So she does that. And then she also works out on her own. And she was telling me, she's like, I'm just around this shit so much. I just got tired of it. She that's... fell off for like a month. She said she gained like 20 pounds, but it was the fact that like after she started missing it. And I think yeah. when you do truly love it, you do get that itch to go back to it. Cause she did. And she's like, I'm more motivated now because I fell off. You know, I realized that I need that balance. Like you said, keyword is balance. Yep. You know, still go out with your friends, still go see your family. You don't want to make, because 
I think we get to that point because you, you, you know, you do coaching, you do, you're very immersed into this lifestyle, but you can make it your whole entire life and miss out on a lot of things going on around you. And that can be unhealthy. So as great as this is, you need to have a life outside of the gym. You need to have, you know, other fun things to do aside from just working out because it is something so great, but like I said, too much of one thing and being addicted to something can be unhealthy no matter what it is. So yep. prioritize it correctly because if you do, then it can benefit you in so many more ways, like you said, in that domino effect. Because my discipline in the gym has trickled into me doing my podcast, to me getting my certification, yep. my work ethic with my career. It will drive you to do, to do anything like if you can see where you can take your body i'm not kidding seeing that i could have like an eight pack before miss missouri i'm like yep. i can do anything if i have discipline to eat the same thing for 12 weeks and grind at the gym it really will just trickle into other aspects of your life and nothing can take that away from you exactly and that's where literally it just started with going to the gym mm -hmm. it just started by you going to the gym that was it Mm -hmm. For whatever reason that was, whether that was an insecurity, whether that was an admiration, whether that was a hobby, whether that was a health mm -hmm. benefit, whether that was because you're on the verge of type 2 diabetes or you're on the verge of anorexia mm -hmm. or you're struggling with eating disorders of other sorts or you're struggling with mental health, whatever, whatever your reason is, the same thing for you. It's the same thing was for me. I got jobs in gyms. I was an online trainer. I was an in-person trainer. I have networked everywhere. The, in, the the position I'm in now, I got working at the gym, networking at the gym. That's And I mean. that's the exact relation with what you're saying is like, I, when I worked at the gym, I never went. Mm -hmm. I was at the gym. I was getting up in the morning at 3.30 in the morning. I was leaving for work at 4.45 in the morning, getting there at 5 a.m. And I'd be there until 9.30 at night and uh, just nonstop work. And the last thing I wanted to do is stay and keep working out. Yeah. So you fall out of love with it and mm -hmm. uh, it's hard sometimes, but um, finding that balance and uh, just taking the risk or choosing what day you're going to do is it's not like a new year's resolution. You'll, you won't, you won't stay with it. I, I hate to break it to you. <laughs> you uh, if you choose a Monday, probably won't do it by the end of the next Monday or a couple mm. of weeks down the road. Start today, start tomorrow. Yep. For me, it literally was me waking up. I mean, I can tell you exactly what, hold on, give me one second. I'll do show it. You <laughs> well, and that's the thing. While you're looking for that, you just have to start. If you wait, it's going to be like, oh, I didn't do it this Monday. I can do it next Monday. You yep. just have to jump into it. And, you know, we talked about it being unhealthy and you have to have that separation, but you have to have the drive to keep going. On the days you don't want to go, like the days where I really don't want to go, I literally just drive to the gym. I'm like, drive to the gym, take a scoop of pre-workout. Once you get that in your body, it's not like you're going to go home hyped up on pre-workout. So get your ass into the gym. And that's the thing. I just set myself up. I'm like, well, we took pre-workout, like go get them. And then yeah. that's what we do. So that's the thing. It, you have to find the routine that works for you or that one thing that forces you to go. And even if it is just forcing yourself to drive there and yeah, just yeah. getting there is the hardest part too, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's literally that fact of after your day, mm -hmm. just going and yep. having, or in the beginning of your day, mm -hmm. when you wake up in the morning, however you choose it, however you like it, whatever that case may be, it's just, you got to do it. You got to oh. want it more and than there, anything. 
there's always something that sounds better too in the morning sleeping in sounds better you know going home after work and just hanging out and kicking your feet up sounds better but that right there is the discipline that we talked about if you can force yourself to stop doing what you want to do and start doing what you need to do you're not going to have an issue with discipline with a lot of other things because it has to start somewhere if you can drive it from one part of your life exactly it's going to feed into other parts yep and it's perfect the way this worked out. It was November 20th, 2019 is this is the day. So nice. um, that day I looked it up on Google or on oh. Apple calendar here. And that was on a Wednesday. It, so middle it was of the week. Yeah. Middle of the week. Be, yeah. Anything special. That's the photo. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. Fellow string beans. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know if I could find mine, to be honest. I have a lot of photos. Wait. Yeah. No, I, I, it took me a second, but I had them favorited, so it worked out. See, and, yeah. that's, and that's the thing. Even if you don't, I'm not saying like, oh, make a, like a, oh yeah, here. I don't have the date on mine, but little, yep. little brawny. But I forgot where I you was You don't going. have to, like you said, you don't have to make a page, oh, but take yeah. photos. Take photos, take exactly. Photos. Yeah. No you want to see the progress. No matter how insecure you are, no matter where you are in your journey, I want you to wake up in the morning, put on your undergarments, whatever those may be, and take some photos in the mirror or a timer with natural sunlight. And you don't have to flex, you don't have to pose, you don't have to do anything crazy, but take photos front, side, and back. Yep. And don't tell anybody. Thank me six months later. Yep. And we'll go from there. I'm not kidding. The photo is <laughs> in the pudding. When you, yep. I'm telling you right there, if you want your drive to why you should do this, the addiction of seeing what you can do, how you can transform, not just your body, but your mental health and your lifestyle, it is addicting. So Fair. yeah, today is the day. Don't push it off. Don't wait till Monday. Start it today or tomorrow because you're going to keep pushing it off and it's never going to happen. Exactly. It is just, you won't stick with it. Yep. It's proven, it's scientifically proven, 50% of people quit working out in the first six months. Yep. Accurate. It's not scientifically, statistically, idiot. <laughs> no, but, I, <laughs> scientifically. I picked up on it. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, no, statistically. Uh, but yeah, no, it's just like one of those where it's like, do you want to be a part of the, which, which percentage do you want to be a part of? You want to be a part of the percent that stuck with it and made mm -hmm. progress. And now that people look up to and admire, and now you're the reason someone's getting in the gym. Cause that's what it was for me. It was a kid that was my size. I yep. knew him in middle school and I saw him in high school and he got huge. And I was like, Whoa. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. And I asked him if he'd help me and that's mm -hmm. how he helped. And so it's just like, just stick with it. Don't, don't make it any, don't make it a Monday. Don't make it the first of the month. Don't make it the first of the year. Don't make it, just make it today. Stick with it and fall in love with the process, not the product. Cause you're going to fucking hate your body and you're going to hate the way you look when you start looking good. I promise you. Yep. Body's dysmorphic. the real thing. I have more confidence in that photo than I do now <laughs> half the time, because like uh -huh. you are going to be harder on yourself than you ever were. And, uh, it's going to, that's going to be the fuel of what's going to make you a greater human being. Mm -hmm. Look at the majority of successful human beings. They all work out. Yep. It's a routine. It's a habit. It's a lifestyle. Exactly. Got to do it.
Well, and to kind of wrap this up, this is a quote that was in one of my older gyms, and I actually I have it above my desk right now. But it says, don't tell people about your dreams, show them. And that's exactly. like a big thing with working out. And I just say that because a lot of people will tell like their friends and family like, oh, I want to lose 20 pounds. Oh, I want to like, you'll tell people about it, but nobody will like act on it. So that's the yep. thing is, even with taking pictures and not showing people, not putting it on social media, because some people do it for accountability, but that's how people fall off they get out of the groove they're like oh i'm not posting about it show them don't talk about it literally just do it and like i said proof's in the pudding right there exactly exactly well is there any like ending closing thoughts that you want to share before we wrap up don't be a skinny bitch (laughs) (laughs) like c-bum says don't be a skinny bitch the fact that you ended that with this that is perfect yeah i I have nothing else that's the best way to close this podcast um but thank you dalton for coming on and talking about something that you know i am extremely passionate about it's so awesome talking with someone who is just as passionate about it and like i said earlier funny enough we have known each other since we were younger we fell off and our journey with fitness and mental health actually is kind of what drove conversation between the two of us when we kind of connected again. So it brings people together. It's amazing. I hope you guys took something away from our conversation. I thank you so much for tuning in and listening, and we will have more episodes soon. Please go to www.mentalhealth.com or mental health mental Mental, that used to be my old podcast name sometimes i still got the like rhythm of it uh but go to www.mentalmixology.org there's a tab full of mental health resources that you can check out online you can find ones local to you on there so if you or anyone you know are struggling please check that out and like i said we'll be back with more episodes soon thank you